This is Sir Reginald Wainsmere, composer of the film Too Many Tuesdays. You can hear my music and much more on Exploding Head Movies, Mondays at 7th on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. Yet our best trained, best educated, best equipped, best prepared troops refuse to fight. Matter of fact, it's safe to say that they would rather switch than fight.
Good evening, Vancouver. as the sun sets. And a pleasant Monday evening to you, wherever you may be. Welcome to yet another episode of Exploding Head Movies. This is your cinematically inspired program here found on Vancouver's blood-sucking community radio station, CITR. Your voice of the University of British Columbia here on 101.9 FM. We broadcast at an average of 1,800 watts from unceded Musqueam territory from the student nest on campus. And our signal takes us throughout the lower mainland, from Squamish to Bellingham, west past Point Grey, and across the Sailor Sea, dipping southwards, where our frequency lurks over our friends at the University of Victoria CFUV. And then CITR signal continues east past Langley, deep into the Fraser Valley. If you subscribe to Telus Optic, you can tune in to this station on channel 7023. At least that's the story in British Columbia and Alberta. In all these places and everywhere else the internet takes you, find us on the web, www.citr.ca. Live streams and podcast streams await. My name is Gak, and I'll be haunting your castle for the next two hours, so pardon me as I creep out of my coffin your stairs. Don't worry, I'm not too thirsty. Phone number for the station for those of you listening live right now. And with our opening song, hopefully you aren't necessarily listening live because there's an interesting event happening right now. 604-822-2487. Spells out U-B-C-C-I-T-R. Do keep it short and sweet to the point since we are mixing everything live. Your host has a flu he's fighting off. And uh, there's certain facts where we are digging things up on the fly. But you can email anytime, radiofreegack at gmail.com. Exploding Head Movies is on Facebook under its given name. On Twitter, at 100air. And on Instagram, it is myopic man. So, hopefully you had a fine weekend. Enjoying the wonderful mixture of weather that is the shoulder season that is October. There'll be a last gasp of summer. Sometimes it feels like it, but... Things are starting to get chilly, and things are starting to get wet. Appropriate for this time of year. And as is recent tradition here on Exploding Head Movies, October is our horror month. So Halloween awaits us in less than four weeks' time. And uh, we will be spending the entire month profiling horror soundtracks. And this week, we're going way back in time, perhaps to the earliest film we've ever profiled here. Over 11 years we've been on air. Some vintage spookiness, circa 1922. As we listen to selections from Hans Erdmann's previously mostly lost score, which has been reconstructed over the past few years, Nosferatu, a symphony of horror. We'll follow that up with a short profile that riffs on that film, an alternative history on how it was filmed. It's going back to 2001 with Shadow of the Vampire. And we kick things off with a song that is being dissected right now. Please tell me you are on the way, if not already, at the Vancouver Playhouse. And I don't know how you're listening to this show if that's the case, because Chuck D from Public Enemy is appearing as part of the Vancouver International Film Festival was with a live episode of the podcast Song Exploder. 
as they dissect the song Fight the Power. That, um, I wasn't fully paying attention. That was the radio safe version of the song, as alluded to by the, how what Elvis Presley meant to Chuck D. And Fight the Power was written ex- explicitly for Spike Lee's Do the Right Thing, which celebrates 30 years of uh, provocativeness. And yes, Viff, the Vancouver National Film Festival, is paying tribute by looking at that May theme song and guest host Atau Nguyen for Song Exploders, breaking it down for an audience, including how Spike Lee asked the epitome of Public Enemy for a song for that 1989 film about a hot Brooklyn day that's set to explode with racial tension. Militant, strident, funky as hell, samples ranging from the Chicago attorney and civil rights activist Thomas Todd at the beginning, whole bunch of James Brown, Sly and the Family Stone, a little bit of Bob Marley, some the Eiley Brothers giving inspiration to the title, Rick James, Africa Bombada, just to name but a few. So, if you're there, this is your chance for in-depth look at the making of a stone-cold classic as co-presented by Blueprint Events. We'll talk more about the Vancouver National Film Festival. The film festival winds down. Its final day is this Friday, October 11th. Hopefully you've managed to catch some of the activities going around it. In the background, this is Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross. From their score to the Netflix hit film Bird Box from last year, this is from the abridged web edition of the score. This is Outside. Now, Monday nights are definitely getting busier here in Vancouver when it comes to live music. To the point that, uh, well, at least I got one Monday and a Tuesday and then follow up with another Monday. So we'll sort it out all for you. But also playing in town tonight, Ride, legendary English shoegaze band. And they're playing venue tonight along with the guests, the Spirit of the Beehive. Doors open at 8. Tickets look to still be available via Blueprint Live as well, too. It's a 19 and older show. And uh, they're touring in support of this year's album, This Is Not a Safe Place. Metafiction continues about. Here is Ride with R-I-D-E. You're now listening to Exploding Hit Movies. Live from Realms of Studio A of that super safe little radio station that you summon from the crypt. CITR 101.9 FM. The Mysterious.
From September 26th to October 11th is the Vancouver International Film Festival. VIF presents the world's best cinema fused with related talks and events in a unique Films Plus model. Annually, VIF presents over 320 films and events, plays host to approximately 400 industry professionals from around the globe, and boasts the largest Canadian film program in the world. Tickets are on sale now. Go to vif.org or the Van City Theatre box office to purchase yours today. Wake up. Only recently discovered what their band name is an acronym for. Pathetic Use of Potential. That was PUP. Not from 2019's Morbid Stuff. We heard full-blown meltdown. Toronto Act was formerly known as Topanga. And, uh, quality punk music there. And PUP are playing tonight at Victoria's Capital Ballroom. But closer to this city. They play tomorrow on Wednesday, October 9th. As MRG Concerts presents Pup, along with Charlie Bliss and Nobro. October 8th and 9th at the Vogue Theatre. Doors for both shows are at 7pm. 
Tickets for tomorrow's show are still available for $25 plus the appropriate service charges. Wednesday's show is all sold out. But it's an all-ages show. So have a quality time at the Vogue, whoever you are. And behind me, this is New Apollo Ghosts. And this album just came out a few days ago. From Living Memory, Apollo Ghosts here with Western Red Cedar. Apollo Ghosts we normally associate with uh, intelligent, somewhat snarky indie rock. It's headed up by Adrian Teacher. But uh, Living Memory kind of harkens back to an album that uh, Teacher released back in 2014 under the alias of Arbutus. Very ambient music. All recorded on a free Spinet piano acquired on Craigslist, along with some Logic plugins. And Teacher spent a year making the album, recording early in the morning. And the album was inspired by death in two forms. One, his father had died from Alzheimer's. And then of cedar trees that are being killed by climate change, tied to colonialism. Teacher wrote in a statement that many of the songs are expressions of some of my most vivid memories of my father. If I can give those memories form, maybe I can relive them, engage with them, set them aside, and then appreciate the time with my father still left to me. Maybe when my memory also fades, I can at least listen to the songs for a reminder of my memories of him. Living Memory is available via Apollo Ghost's Bandcamp, and all proceeds from the album will go towards the Canadian Parks and Wilderness Society, along with the Unist Ot. 10 legal fund quality stuff and uh, the song actually does have a video associated with it so look it up prepare to be moved as we finally seem to be gaining some traction or trying to fight off climate change I know that the Canadian election uh, English debate happened just a few hours ago and that is definitely a main consideration as we vote in two weeks' time. Advanced voting is possible. Look up elections.ca for more information. And let's get with on some more music, especially with a band who is playing tonight. The awesome Californian act, The OCs. Timber Concerts presents The OCs along with guests' prettiest eyes tonight at the Rickshaw Theater. Doors at 8, show at 9. Tickets look to still be available. Not sure if you can still get them online so close to showtime, but see what you can do. If not, Red Cat Main, Red Cat Hastings, is a Zulu. Should be able to help you out. It's a 19 year older show, and the most recent album came out this year called Face Stabber. And I think there's some rubber ducks getting wailed away here on this song. I've been hoping to play this for quite some time. Here are the OCs with the Daily Heavy. <laughs>
Now the patriarchy is dead, and we killed it. If you identify as a woman, femme, trans, or non-binary, CITR wants you on the air. You can talk about literally whatever you want as long as you care about it. No worries if you have no experience. We'll train you in everything you need to know. Come by CITR and say hi. Hey, hi, hello. From 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Monday to Friday to help us never play Led Zeppelin on CITR 101.9 FM ever again. Jesus lying in his mother's arms is a photon released from a dying star. We move through the forest at night. The sky is full of momentary light and everything we need is just too far. We are photons released from a dying star. We are fireflies, a child is trapped in a jar. And everything is distant as the stars. I am here and you are where you are. 
We have lived a long time here in the forest. And we lie beneath the heaps of leaves. We are partial to this partial light. We cannot sleep and fear our dreams. There is no order here, and nothing can be planned. We are fireflies trapped in a little boy's hand. And everything is as distant as the stars. And I am here, and you are where you are. and I speak to you of things and hope sometimes that maybe you will understand. And there is no order here and there is no middle ground. And nothing can be predicted and nothing can be planned. A star is just a memory of a star. We are fireflies pulsing dimly in the dark. We are here, and you are where you are. We are here, and you are where you are. Off, an album that just came out a few days ago, with only one week's notice, Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds, off of the double album Ghost Teen, that was Fireflies. The premise behind Ghost Teen is that the first album are songs that are the children, so it's not like a kid's album. Of course, it's Nick Cave, who we know from the birthday party and other intense works. But over the years, a combination of the score work he's done with Warren Ellis for film and TV, just a matter of time, it's become more minimalist. The second album, of which Fireflies appears on, are the parents of the songs in the first album. So a little bit more wiser, slightly jaded, full of context. Ghostine was written in the wake of the death of Nick Cave's son, Arthur, who haunted the second part of now a trilogy of albums, Skeleton Tree. Trilogy started off with Push the Skyway. And with Ghostine, Nick Cave moved to Los Angeles from England. Still haunted in many ways, but reconstructing how he lyrically works with music Less tied to narrative, per se, but the idea of what the words can mean 
really paring things down and coming up with a, a reinvention of sorts. This is something that's been kind of in progress over the past couple of years, especially because Nick Cave and the Bad Seasons have been touring in a conversations-type mode where they'll play songs, but Nick Cave will take questions from the audience and answer them. Some getting very personal. And this is a way for him to actually connect with the audience a little bit more, because over the years, there's definitely more an antagonistic side to the performance, but now it's like a sincere connection. If you are in New Westminster this Thursday, October 10th, you can catch Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds in conversation from 7 to 10 o'clock at the Massey Theater, which is at 735 8th Avenue. That show sold out like nobody's business. It should be an excellent time and still processing a lot of Ghostine. I look forward to sharing that music with you in future episodes of Exploding Hit Movies here on CITR 101.9 FM. In the background from London, Ontario... This is Louvert, or Louvet, and off of a new EP called Carbon Arc that came through at the A Person Disguised as People label. That was CA14. Great ambient music from London's bedroom arts scene. Also performing in town this week, Claro gained fame a couple years ago with the song Pretty Girl on YouTube. And uh, she's a touring in support of her album Immunity. As MRG Concerts presents Claro as part of the Immunity Tour, along with Biaba Duby. Wednesday, October 9th at the Harbor Event Center. Tickets are starting at $25, which you can get online through eventbrite.ca, along with VIP info. You can always get physical copies of those tickets from Red Cat on Main or Red Cat on Hastings. It's an all-ages show. Doors open at 9. Claro's joined here by one of the... Best act helping out with other bands and releases this year. Danielle Heim from the band Heim. Here's Claro, along with Heim, off Immunity. This is Impossible. So clear What are you thinking? 
Independent pop duo Mating Rituals will be bringing their dance rock sound to the Biltmore Cabaret on October 18th with On and Glass Forest. Get your tickets now at mrgconcerts.com or Red Cat Records. Off of last year's post-season album, Chris Horrific, with Sylvie. You might know Chris Horrific as the host of Parts Unknown, which airs earlier Mondays from 1 to 3 p.m. here on CITR 101.9 FM. Most recent album, Chris Horrific, Treats, came out a little while ago. Sometimes Chris Horrific remembers where he parks his tan Corolla. Some of the times. If you head on down to the Toast Collective this Saturday, October 12th, you can join Chris Riffick for an evening of tunes, along with Inherent Vices and Smithy Ramon. Saturday, October 12th, Toast Collective at Kingsway and Fraser. There'll be karaoke after the band's tickets range from $5 to $10, but no one will be turned away for lack of funds. And since this is the Toast Collective, remember to come through the back door, through the alleyway. It's just how the space is laid out. In the background, a little bit more piano, kind of in a jazzier frame. This is Chris Davis, and off of her 2019 album, Diatoma Ribbons. This is Sympodial Sunflower. Davis, born in Vancouver, raised in Calgary, studied at the University of Toronto for some jazz. She's been based in New York for quite some time. And on Diatoma Ribbons, she's going, joined by a lot of great jazz guests, including Esperanza Spalding, J.D. Allen, 
Nels Klein, who you might know from Wilco, and then Mark Rivo. It's a fun little album. Different textures for jazz. Some modern influence as well. Vancouver International Film Festival is still going, so I'll talk at least about one film before uh, some major uh, station announcements here. Red Snow. It's part of the Sea to Sky BC Spotlight series. It's a story about a Gwikin soldier captured by the Taliban who's confronting tormenting memories as he's believe he's been left behind in the Canadian North despite being in Afghanistan. Strikes up an alliance with a Pashtun family discovers an affinity with the ethnic Afghans beyond their shared bids for survival, and mixes Arctic and otherwise arid landscapes. Directed by Marie Clements, and it screens tomorrow, Tuesday, October 8th, at International Village at 6 p.m. So what has your station CITR been up to as of late? Well, main news is that we now have a record label. It's called Fanta Records, a non-profit record label supported by the Pat Plagic Legacy Fund. Working with select community partners, CITR and Discorder Magazine will be supporting the release of two albums per year via Fanta Records, as per the funding of the Legacy Fund. Fanta Records will also be providing learning opportunities for volunteers who want to experience working in the music industry, and the label's second release will be awarded to the winner, winner of Shindig 2020, so Shindig season is getting close. More announcements about that with the annual Battle of the Bands soon enough. First release through the Fanta label is Zach Fanta's I Ain't the One. Back in 2015, Pat Blazik passed away from cancer-related causes at the age of 34, and he was diagnosed with uh, epithelial sarcoma in 2012. And mere months after completing treatment, he was again diagnosed with an aggressive form of leukemia, and uh, there was fundraising to help try to work on an experimental procedure with CAR T-cell therapy. And... Uh, Managed to release, release $220,000 to support this treatment, but alas, he passed away before he was able to participate. So, Based on the money raised, that is where the Pat Blazek Legacy Fund comes from, and this is where Fanta Records is from. Since Pat was a UBC alumnus, active member of both Vancouver's and CITR's music communities, and definitely look forward to seeing what's what. Pat performed with many different bands over his career, even as those bands took breaks or broke up, but he never stopped creating music, and he was determined to share his passion and creativity that way. So the alias that Pat Plasic used was Zach Fanta, and I Ain't the One, a posthumous debut EP. So it's available on cassette and digital download through the Fanta Bandcap page. Stay tuned for more Fanta releases. CITR gets going. From I Ain't the One, this is Zach Fanta with The Ballad of Howard the Duck, Side B. Have to be there with 
From Russia, weekly punk rock radio show on CITR presented to you by Stomp Records from Montreal. Every Tuesday at 10.30 a.m. on 101.9 FM.
recorded on CBC Radio back in 1995 from Toronto's Lee Palace. August 30th, that was live. The Muffs with Ethel, my love. Muffs are, or were, quality punk band formed in 1991. Last till 1999, had reunited in 2004, then reunited properly in 2012 to put out some quality stuff. Vocalist there, Kim Shattuck. In the late 80s, was part of the band The Pandoras. In 2001, was a member of the band The Beards. Appeared on tracks The White Flag. Toured with the Pixies. After Kim Deal left, Shattuck was let go by the Pixies. After being a little bit too rowdy with the crowd. Also helped out with no effects. Quality appearance live all the time. Anytime you saw her perform. Came to Vancouver regular, even through an opening pitch as part of the East Vancouver Baseball League a couple years ago. Alas, Shatuk died October 2nd this year from complications from ALS, otherwise known as Lou Gehrig's disease. She was 56 years old. Might know Muff's songs like Lucky Guy and Sad Tomorrow, maybe their cover of Kids in America. Always energetic. Dearly missed. Behind me, this is Shinken Hanzo, and off of the 2018 EP Jingaza. This is Autumn Bridge. Since we are definitely fully into fall now. Leaves off of trees and rain onto sky. Got some more VIF for you here, and as part of the Gateway program, there's an animated film called Children of the Sea, translated from Japanese as Kaiju no Kodomo. Tells about a schoolgirl, Ruka alone, but she has an affinity for the sea that grows ever stronger when she befriends two dugongs, otherwise mammoth-like creatures at the aquarium where her father works. Both these dugongs possess special powers connected to enigmatic events emerging around the world, and as incidents involving sea creatures multiply, Ruka believes the ocean holds the answers to those mysteries, and an odyssey of mythical proportions ensues. Children of the Sea is based on Igarashi Daisuke's beloved manga. And director Watanabe Ayumu does some experimental environmental animation. And it's scored by Miyazaki's go-to composer, Joe Hisaishi. And there's some character design by former Ghibli animator, Konishi Kenichi. So, everything I've seen makes it look sumptuous. And Children of the Ski- Sea... Children of the Sea screens tomorrow, Tuesday, October 8th at the International Village at 6.45 p.m. Let's get some more new music into your ears here. And Angel Olsen is back. And uh, the perception that we have of her being a sad singer-songwriter has changed with each album. As the songs and the structures get beefier, instrumentation changes. And this time around, she originally recorded this music to be featured in two albums. One in its minimalist acoustic demo settings, but first coming out is the grand orchestral type of material here. Angel Olsen, glorious album from what I've heard so far. It's called All Mirrors. Here's the title track, Angel Olsen here on CITR 11.9 FM in Vancouver. My name is Gak, this is Exploding Head Movies, broadcasting from unseated Musqueam territory from the student nest on UBC campus. If you can't listen on 101.9 FM, 
if you're on Telesoptic, channel 7023. Otherwise, everywhere else you have the internet, whether it's your computer, your mobile device, however you get those packets into your ears. Streaming live, www.citr.ca.
nothing goes together better than live music and a beer. Or two. Or five. Wait a minute. An estimated 886,000 Canadians aged 15 and older abused or were dependent on alcohol in 2012. One in seven Canadians aged 15 years and older experienced verbal, emotional, and physical abuse as a result of another person's drinking. Make sure a fun night out doesn't ruin everyone else's, or your own. If you see yourself or someone you know slightly off-key, help everyone out and step in. After all, you want to be able to remember the show tomorrow morning. Hey, this is Taylor Morey from Deadweight Citizens Brigade, and you are listening to CITR FM 101.9, Vancouver's home of rock and roll.
Los Angeles uh, was bleached and off of their latest album. Don't you think you've had enough? It was hard to kill. Emergy Concerts presents Bleached. We will go full on Shakespearean pronunciation. Bleached. Bleached with Dude York and Necking. Tomorrow, Tuesday, October 8th at the Biltmore Cabaret. Tickets start at $16, which you can get online through eventbrite.ca, otherwise Red Cat on Main or Red Cat on Hastings. Doors are at 7, so bear in mind it is an early show. You have to be 19 and older to get inside. Otherwise, in the background, this is Leah Bertucci, and off this year's Resonant Field album, this is Wind Peace. Let's talk a little bit more about the Vancouver National Film Festival, which still has going on for the rest of the week leading up until Thanksgiving Friday. And uh, there's a documentary of sorts. I'm going to say it's more of a biopic, part of the Gateway series. It's called The Cave. Now, if you remember the summer of 2018, one of the big news items was the plight of a Thai's boys soccer team trapped in the flooded cave for over two weeks in Thailand. And, uh... Over the span of weeks and against many odds, as uh, water kept creeping in, the boys were rescued in a daring and difficult mission thanks to an international coalition of divers and experts. The Thai Irish director Tom Waller, known for the film The Last Executioner, comes up with a reenactment of sorts, since there's an extra dose of realism to the nail biting tension, as four of the divers, including one Vancouverite, recruited for the mission, play themselves in the stirring account of a human miracle. These guys were heroes. Don't listen to what that Tesla guy says about them. Focuses on the rescue efforts. The film uses a journalistic style and taking us to the chaotic multilingual base camp and into the dark waters of the cave with the divers. The cave screens as part of VIF tomorrow, Tuesday, October 8th. The Playhouse at 9.15 p.m. Otherwise, one final screening, depending on how the repeats go. Wednesday, October 9th. Also, the Vancouver Playhouse at 3.30 p.m. Amongst the spates of new music that's come out in the past little while, we have a new Chromatics album. We've been waiting dearly for the past few years for the release of Dear Tommy, which has been re-recorded twice now. But this isn't that album. At this point, it is still marketed as the sixth album by the Chromatics, but is yet to really see the light of day outside of multiple singles. But the new album by the Chromatics is called Closer to Grey. Plenty of covers on board here, too, but this song jumped out at me right away, of course. Based on the inspiration of the recent Twin Beaks reboot and a lot of films that uh, Johnny Jewel of the Chromatics has worked on, like Drive, but very noir, neon element persists. From their new album, Closer to Grey, here's Chromatics with Twist the Knife.
Tira Women's Resource Society supports women and children impacted by violence by building and operating a range of safe, affordable housing and related support services, including childcare centers. Atira has housing and programs across the Lower Mainland. Our feminism is inclusive and intersectional. We envision a world free of inequalities where everyone's human rights are respected and where women and girls have the right to participate fully and effectively in all of the decisions that affect their lives. To find out how you can help, please visit our website at atira.bc.ca or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Free of Violence.
Oh, to Halifax, a band I've played a lot this year, to the point I think I played them last week. Mauno. Off of Really Well, song suited for where this episode's direction is heading. The song we heard was Vampire. Good to prepare us for eventual profile on Nosferatu, a symphony of horror, and then Shadow of the Vampire. His exploding head movies. It was all horror in October. Behind me, this is Muslim Gauze, and off of a 2013 compilation called Occupied Territories, released in tribute of the late British ethnic electronica musician Bryn Jones. This is Druce, as remixed by the legendary Finnish noise act Panasonic. Now, one interesting thing that's happening at the Vancouver International Film Festival this year was a masterclass with one of the best sound designers in film history. As the Creator Talk series presents a masterclass with Walter Murch, the godfather of modern movie sound. Murch is a three-time Oscar-winning editor and sound designer who for more than 40 years has worked at the top of his profession, working on films like Apocalypse Now, The Unbearable Lightness of Being, The Conversation, The Talented Mr. Ripley, and The English Patient. Most recently, Mr. Murch has made ventures into documentary editing with the remarkable physics-themed Particle Fever and a film I will mention shortly. But the Masterclass with Walter Murch is this Wednesday, October 9th at the Band City Theater at 4 p.m. Check out vif.org or vif.ca for the appropriate details on that. And yes, Walter Murch has directed his own film through part of the Impact and Insights program of the Vancouver International Film Festival. It's called Coup 53. Back in 1951, Mohammed Mossadegh became the democratically elected prime minister of Iran with a promise to nationalize the oil industry, a policy that would cost him his post as soon as the colonial powers realized that he was serious about it. And, um... Digging into this still underreported by epochal geopolitical turning point, Tagi Amarani comes across a fascinating nugget, a scoop that never was, involving an ex-MI6 agent, voiced by Ralph Fiennes. TV censorship so covert the show's producer was even unsure what's happened, and Walter Murch has looked into it. So, Murch shares a co-writer credit with Amarani here. Also figures on screen as the filmmakers come across a long for a TV documentary which might unlock one of the unspoken enigmas of the 1953 coup, the extent of the British government's involvement. Coup 53 screens at Biff for three more times here. Tomorrow, Tuesday, October 8th at the Vancouver Playhouse at 6 p.m. Wednesday, October 9th at the SFU Gold Corp at 6 p.m. So just after the master class with the director, Walter Murch. And then Thursday, October 10th, the Van City Theatre. 8.45 p.m. Let's get some JPEG Mafia into you here up next. Alias of Barrington Devon Hendricks of Balmore, Maryland. Released his third album, All My Heroes Are Cornballs, a couple weeks ago. Quality hip-hop. And on this track, he's got a guest from Montreal, Helena Duran, who's been recording with the Luminel label. Here's JPEG Mafia along with Durand with Free the Frail. You think you love me?
Footsteps in the sand, I'm not being carried. If it gets out of hand, you can go on without me. Metal for over 30 years on CITR 
Tune in every Saturday from 1 to 3. Singer, poet, writer, actress, and self-empowerment speaker. Might remember her from acts like Teenage Jesus and the Jerks, Beirut Slump, Eight-Eyed Spy. We know her as Lydia Lunch. Off of 1997's Matrika Mantra of Solo Mystico. In the background, this is Carolus Coverdale off of 2014's A480. This is A476. And perhaps you caught... The Montreal-based organist in town over the summer when she was at the Western Front. Quickly go through some of the soundtracks that are out this week. As new releases go, Lauren Balfe's score from Gemini Man, starring Will Smith. And Will Smith is being released through Paramount Music. Dolomite is my name. Ruby May Moore biopic with Eddie Murphy. It's scored by Scott Bomar. That's coming out through Milan Records. Otherwise, Matteo Corallo provides the score to Io, Leonardo. That's coming out to Creazione Artistica Musicale. You can tell someone's doing his Duolingo in Italian right now. 
Julie De La Rosa's score from Los Japan is coming out, and then Giordano Maselli's score from Tutto Posto is coming from Alla Bianca. On the release front goes, there's a limited edition of a thousand copies of Herbie, score, Herbie Hancock's score to Harlem Nights. And then same number of copies of Nelson Reels from score from Rough Cut, both coming out through Quartet Records. Recent Walt Disney fans will appreciate Elton John and Tim Rice's songs from the recent Lion King. There's a vinyl edition coming out through Walt Disney Records. Otherwise, Mark Knopfler's score to the quintessential cult film The Princess Bride's coming out in vinyl. That's coming out through Warner Brothers Music. Let's get at least one more VIF film information into your ear. And it ties into this next act. It's part of the True North series, One Day in the Life of Noah Piogatuk. In the northern reaches of Baffin Island in 1961, Noah sets out on a traditional Inuit hunt only to run in headlong into the progress personified in the form of Boss, an emissary who's come to make a proposition on behalf of the Canadian government. Assimilation in exchange for shelter and services. An extended showdown incurs, and it's directed by Zacharias Kunuk, best known for the film Atanajrat, The Fast Runner, which came out 20 years ago. So unhurried yet urgent cinema, steeped in fatalism and devastating ramifications. This screening of One Day in the Life of Noam Piagut was preceded by two short films. There's one screening already underway, but there is one final one, Wednesday, October 9th at SFU Gold Corp at 1 p.m. So, with that, we'll segue to an Inuk performer, Tanya Tagak. Recent news is that she's working on a follow-up album to 2016's Retribution, featuring production by the legendary artist Saul Williams. So, I'm expecting this one to be rowdy. Again, most of Tagak's albums are pretty rowdy on their own. We'll go with a soundtrack to a British exhibition that was released this year off of Toothsayer. This is Tanya Tagak with Submerged.
Last night, I left the bar. I was thirsty, and I don't drink wine. I was desperate. I needed blood. I turned to the only place I could. The only place that could possibly help me. Hello, Canadian Blood Services. Hello. I need some blood. Hey, positive or negative, it doesn't matter. I'm sorry, we're all out of A positive and negative. Would you like some O instead? No. No, that won't do. Thank you. Good night. Save me. Save yourself. Give blood. Voluntarily. This message was brought to you courtesy of the Canadian Blood Services and CITR Radio 101.9 FM. Listen to Exploding Head Movies on CITR 101.9 FM. Thank you. Behind me. From their soundtrack to Werner Herzog's 1978 film Nosferatu the Vampire, is a legendary German cosmic music act, Popol Vuh. Die Nacht der Himmel. Translates from German as the night of the sky. Along with the 1979 soundtrack released through Brain, there's a 1978 release through Egg Records called On the Way to a Little Way, soundtracks from Nosferatu, which features some of the music, though not that cue. Werner Herzog has been a big fan of Nosferatu, to the point he widely credits the 1922 film as one of the best films in German cinematic history. That is our first part of our profile here on Exploding Head Movies, tied to the world of horror. Nosferatu, a symphony of horror. Directed by F.W. Murnau, legendary director in the German Expressionist movement. And Nosferatu is an authorized adaptation of Bram Stoker's 1897 novel, Dracula. Count Dracula has been renamed to Count Orlok, and he haunts a German realtor who travels to Transylvania to meet him upon being told that the Count wishes to buy a house in Germany. So from Romania to Germany... Real estate. Oh, and blood. Lots of blood. Max Schreck plays Orlock, and he's instantly iconic for his gaunt, pointy-eared, and nimble-fingered appearance. And part of that look is actually what uh, did not endear the film to the Stoker family. I'll talk a little bit more about that as uh, we hear some of the cues first. The original score was composed by Hans Erdmann, and it was originally performed by an orchestra during the projection. And Erdmann was a German composer who worked only on five German films, two tied to the Mubase or Mubase series, but he worked with a lot of other music. And as I mentioned, the original music was recorded during a screening in Osferatu, and this was pretty common in the silent film era, as live scores were played to film before the talkies took over, and that you can actually include an audio channel with the films. Most of the score had been lost, and what remained is only reconstitution of the score, as it was played in 1922. And over the years, different folks have provided their own scores to Nosferatu screenings. 
But uh, the silent film enthusiast Gillian B. Anderson, along with James Kessler, helped reconstruct Erdman's score, and they spent eight months working on it. And back in 1995, Anderson worked and conducted the Brandenburg Philharmonic Orchestra with parts of the reconstituted score. This came out through the RCA Victor Red Seal and BMG Classics label, and it harkens back to what you would have heard in 1922 if you were in the theaters. Being scared by Nosferatu. From their reconstruction of Erdman's score, here's Anderson along with the Brandenburg Philharmonic Orchestra starting off with Nosferatu departs in coffin. Then we'll hear Hutter escapes. Hutter referring to that realtor. This is Exploding Him Movies. In the spooky month of October. <laughs>
So from the rebuilt score by Hans Urban from the 1922 film Nosferatu, A Symphony of Horror. We're Jillian B. Anderson conducting the Brandenburg Philharmonic Orchestra. First off with Nosferatu departs in coffin, then Hunter escapes, then Hunter's boss, Nock, gets chased by a mob. As Nosferatu comes to town to take a look at the house he bought in Visburg. In the background, this is Sleeping Visburg, along with Ellen and Hutter's theme. Ellen being the wife of Hutter, and after Hutter is bitten by what he thinks are mosquitoes, a psychic connection is bonded between Nosferatu and Ellen. Ellen becomes Nosferatu's target. Nosferatu was destroyed as a film at the request of the estate of Bram Stoker that owns Dracula. Now that bankrupted the German film company that produced it, but one reel survived, which has then been copied extensively over the past almost 100 years, effectively making Nosferatu the first cult film. It's been a major influence on film since, particularly horror, and it introduced the trope about what daylight does, or sunlight to vampires, which at the time was created purely as a special effect. The filming of Nosferatu ties into our next little profile on Explode Head Movies. Quickly get one little promo in your ear and then switch gears. This is Exploding Head Movies, CITR 101.9 FM, Vancouver. Without the help and support of our friends, we here at CITR wouldn't be able to bring you all the great music, art, cinema, and culture that you love. Thanks to the long-standing support from the Rio Theatre, we are able to keep you informed on all the great artists, films, and everything else coming to town there. For all the current information about who and what's playing at the Rio Theatre, visit their website at www.riotheatre.ca. Behind me, this is Dan Jones. From his score to the 2001 film Shadow of the Vampire, this is Going to Sleep. Shadow of the Vampire, directed by E. Elias Murhig, starring John Malkovich as Nosferatu director F.W. Murnau, and then Willem Dafoe as Max Schreck. Schreck translates from German as terror, and, uh, in the 50s, some film critics posited the idea of what happened to Max Schreck? What if the actor who played Nosferatu was a vampire himself? So, that was the premise for the film as Bernau directs the blood-sucking, coffin-loving Max Schreck as the crew and the city where Nosferatu is being filmed suddenly starts losing people And also stars Carrie Elwes, Eddie Izzard, Catherine McCormick. So, the film copies a lot of the old silent era tropes, like intertitles to explain off-screen actions, and then dialogue with, and then there's also some iris lenses there. Dan Jones is a British composer, studied at Oxford, the Banff Center of the Arts in Calgary, or outside of it in Alberta, and then the Centro Terzi Musicale in Rome. He specialized in electroacoustic composition along with generative music, so he's one of the pioneers in software for creating fractal or self-similar music. We'll listen to some selections from that score, even though we have 
10 minutes left here before the jazz show. But I'll share a couple cues that I've been saving for years. Because at some point I do want to update the Exploding Head Movies promo that you hear. So it's not all gunshots. Or maybe it needs more gunshots. We'll figure it out. But from Shadow of the Vampire, this will be Dan Jones with A Street in Weimar. Right, Hazard, it's been a fitful night, but you wake refreshed, eager to continue your journey to the castle of the nobleman who may very well make your fortune. Wait, Gustav, what is that beside you? Yes, the, pick it up. It's a book about vampires. Ah, yes, now you remember. It was put there last night by the superstitious peasants, the ones who warned you not to enter Orlok's castle, the ones who warned you not even to dare to speak his name. Nosferatu, the unclean, the undead, lest you invoke the creature itself. Very good, Gustav.
camera and begin. Yes, Count. You kneel down. You'll have your head on her shoulder. But you're not feeding, Count. Now, you're not drinking her blood now because you have been drinking her blood all night. In fact, you can barely move. You are intoxicated with, with blood and desire. Greta, can you hear me? Yes? Flutter your eyelids. It's now Greta. You start to awaken. Find your stick. Yes, where is it? Find your stick. Now count. As she raises the stake, what do you see? Yes. Yes. A wooden stake. Exactly. You look at her. Betray. Yes, you turn. You rise. You look around. The sun is coming. You grab your heart in anguish. Yes, and you start to die. Yes, you start to die alone, in anguish. Die, you, you fucking rat, bastard, vampire, pig, schweinhund, shit. Yes, die alone. Yes, the weight of the centuries bends you. And end. Titles roll from the score to the 2000 film Shadow of the Vampire. The soundtrack came out in 2001, so apologies for any confusion there. Dan Jones, first off with A Night in Weimar. Then we heard a little bit of the dialogue with John Malkovich as F.W. Renault, who actually in real life was a more sensitive director as opposed to a dictatorial one. Talking about a fitful night. Then we heard The Light of the Sun... And some other constructed music there with Meet Count Erlock before we hear some more cues there. Willem Dafoe as Max Shrek grunting the flood of your eyelids. In the background, this is Dan Jones' title music from Shadow of the Vampire. And you can listen to Jones' recent work on the TV series Dark Heart, The Miniaturist, and SS-GB. Shadow of the Vampire was nominated for two Oscars in 2001 for Best Makeup and Hairstyling since Willem Dafoe had to turn into Nosferatu. Dafoe himself was nominated for Best Supporting Actor as well. That's going to be it for Exploding Hit Movies this week. Coming up very shortly, it's The Jazz Show with Gavin Walker. Hands pumped in the air. He's got a great show lined up for you. Stay tuned to CITR for the rest of your Monday evening broadcast. And try not to be scared. If you missed any of this week's episode, check out www.citr.ca. Exploding Hibbies has a show page there. And eventually the play sheet will appear. You can email radiofreegack.gmail.com. Follow me on Twitter at 100air on Exploding Hibbies is on Facebook under its given name. Got one last film to mention about the Vancouver National Film Festival for one last vampire-related song. The only feature-length finished film in this festival. Again, VIF closes Friday, October 11th. 
Koirat eivät käytä housia. Translates from Finnish as dogs don't wear pants. As a morose widower, still racked by the remorse and grief 10 years after failing to prevent his beloved wife's drowning, and then uh, helping raise his now teen daughter and suppressing his own needs and desires, accidentally walks into a BDSM club, gets mistaken for a customer, and establishes a partnership with the dominatrix. So, stars Pekka Strang, star of the biopic Tom of Finland, which screened at VIF in 2017, and then Krista Kosonen, who you would have seen in Blade Runner 2049 as one of the prostitutes, also speaking in Finn. Dogs Don't Wear Pants screens this Friday, October 11th at the Cinematheque at 8.45 p.m. Next week on Exploding Hit Movies, well, it is Thanksgiving. So along with some turkey-related music, we're going to have some songs from the two Ginger Snaps films. Great Canadian teenage werewolf movies. And assuming that I probably pre-record everything before I head off to Germany, not to visit Visburg or anything like that, then to Italy. I'm going to try pre-recording an episode tied to Michael Levy's Monos and have his ambition strikes, or honestly, time. The original 1978 Dawn of the Dead as scored by Goblin, who was in town last week. Otherwise, if things don't pan out, I'll dig up some classic Exploding Hit Movies Halloween episodes to scare all you kids. We'll close with Jonathan Richmond, who comes to town later in the month when I'm away Monday, October 28th at the Rio Originally scheduled at the Highwood Theater, and all the original tickets are honored. Tamper Concerts in the Rio present America's Greatest Teenager. You might know from part of the Modern Lovers of 40 years ago, but mostly solo, but he's joined live with Tommy Larkins on drums. Doors at 7, show at 8, tickets start at $27 and a half. The original version of this song was in English, called Vampire Girl. Off of 2001's Her Mystery Not of High Heels and Eyeshadow. En Espanol. Vampiresa Mujer. Jonathan Richmond here. Take care of yourselves, Vancouver. We'll see you when you're full of Thanksgiving food. Me! Escúchame un momento o dos y confesaré a vosotros. No puedo evitar mirando las mujeres siniestras. Tengo que reconocer, voy a notar la vampiresa mujer. No es la máscara ni la falda ajustada. No el temor causada por su fría mirada Vampiresada, vampiresa mujer Vampiresada, vampiresa mujer Vampiresada, vampiresa mujer Estoy impresionada Cuando se ve vampiresada Toma el vino, toma mezcal Hace sacrificio, ritual Vampiresada Vampiresa mujer 
Estoy impresionada cuando se ven vampirezada. Sexual, vampiresada, vampiresa mujer.